0: Hello and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello everybody. How are you doing today? Uh, Just getting started here. Uh, Remember, if you're just tuning in for the first time, um, our podcast is based on the principles of the Karate Kid and the Cobra Kai TV uh, series. Uh, Today's specific example comes to us from the Cobra Kai TV series, when uh, Daniel is teaching Robbie how to mop the floor in the car dealership. Um, And he's showing him how to do it a certain way as to promote his martial art training. So our topic today is mop the floor. And I know it doesn't sound like a a really uh, uh, awesome, exciting topic, but... Um, Every work task uh, deserves its due. And you know me, I always try to find some way uh, to relate it to martial art training and also uh, to life. Uh, So before we get started, I just wanted to say that uh, in my podcast here, I try to uh, blend it together uh, so that um, uh, people of different martial art disciplines as well as um, adults, teenagers, and kids uh, can relate to the different messages that I have in my podcast. Um, Today's topic, um, Mop the Floor, um, has a little bit of history because um, I'm actually really good at mopping. And it comes to me because uh, my first job when I was 16 years old, uh, besides the stuff I did with my uh, father at home, all the work tasks that we did at home, uh, my first, uh, you could say real job was working at McDonald's. And McDonald's was a great place to, to get started because um, there's a lot of work to do at a McDonald's. Um, and one of the things that they taught you um, at McDonald's was if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. And I believe that was uh, Ray Kroc's, the founder of McDonald's's message uh, to a lot of his employees to make sure that uh, that the dining experience inside of McDonald's is, is great. And, and if you see a, a very run uh, McDonald's that's run very well. Um, it it um, that applies. To, it, it applies to that. You see that you see it um, in in certain McDonald's. Now, of course, there's McDonald's all over the country, and some of them don't always uh, do everything they're supposed to do. But uh, I always felt like I had a pretty high worth ethic, uh, so I I would. And um, we used to mop things all the time. You know, the grill area got kind of a little bit greasy and uh, and dirty sometimes. You had to maintain your uh, sanitary standard there as well as um uh out in the dining area where uh customers would be and you wanted to see a nice clean floor um so that was something that we did quite often and um when we weren't busy we did extra cleaning which was to cleaning the baseboards and all that stuff as well and that was always that was always fun to do you know but i I can see the merit in it now when i was 16 i didn't see the merit why we have to clean things so much um but you know, being a business owner, you see that that's a very important thing. Now also too, um, I worked in my, uh, when I was going to college as well, I I worked as a janitor um, at a a nursing home and uh, I would mop and polish the floors at night. And um, I got really, really good at mopping. Um, I guess that's something you could be proud of um, or not, Uh, but it certainly helps me in all the things that I do. I uh, own a martial arts studio, and uh, I mop the floor, and I'm quite fast at it, and I don't realize how fast I am at mopping it until I have someone else do it, or I have my kids try to do it. Um, So some of the lessons that you can learn from this, well, first of all, let's start off with the work task itself. Um, Now, before the podcast today, I I mopped the studio just to get an idea of what I wanted to talk to you guys about, okay? Uh, First of all, you can, uh, when, you, when you get the mop ready, first you have to prepare the water. So um, sometimes uh, um, I use uh, the um, cleaning ingredient that they tell you to for these matte floors and uh, put a measure, measurable amount in there um, to help um, uh, sanitize as well as um, make the floor smell good and feel good. Um, now, in everything that I, I tell you about today in mopping, you can also, if you don't directly mop with a mop and bucket, you can also apply this to any kind of mopping uh, mechanism. So for example, uh, Swifters, a lot of people use Swifters um, in their house and you can use this with a wet or dry Swiffer as well, the same principles. But first you have to prepare the water okay, in the bucket. Now, after you do that, there's different ways to wring out the mop. Now you can wring it out so the mop is a little bit wet, okay, so that you can uh, maybe scrub the floor a little bit more or in certain circumstances when you don't have a lot of time and customers may be coming in you know sooner you can do a more of a dry mop okay in a dry mop um, or in a perfect world you can mop it twice you can do a wet mop the first time and then you can do a dry mop the second time in a lot of uh, restaurants that's very good to do especially at night uh, when there's no customers because when it's really wet of course people could slip and fall so and then what you do is you take the mop and you start in one spot, and you work backwards. Okay. Now, when you're work, when you're moving backwards, you you swing the mop back and forth, trying to cover all the surface. Okay. So you have to make sure those lines are preserved, so that you're getting uh, ample coverage of the surface area that you're doing. Now, uh, one of the things that's nice about this is that um, sometimes uh, after you've already vacuumed or swept areas, uh, sometimes there's still little stuff that uh, that you don't see you know and anytime you do um, I I mentioned this during my mow the lawn um, episode as well but you can see things in more detail when you're actually doing them okay so when you're vacuuming or mopping or mowing the lawn you can see things um, that you don't normally see when you're just walking around because your eyes are peeled on the surface that you're doing so sometimes you can pick up things like little um, here at the studio we play uh, dodgeball is a game, and uh, sometimes there's a little fluff of the dodgeballs that had uh, had peeled off when they were playing, and I can pick some of those up um, when I'm um, mopping the floor. Now, one of the things that you can that this uh, that this teaches, and we'll go over this during the um, the um, practical application, but it's very much like defensive footwork in martial arts. So in, in um, martial arts, you, um, you have a defensive footwork, which means that you lead with your back foot, okay? So when you lead with your back foot, that's good because it kind of helps you to feel around you to make sure that you're not going to run into something uh, because you don't want to take your eyes off your apart, uh, opponent or partner in class um, when you're doing defense drills or sparring. Um, so you got to make sure that, you're, that you, you do that. Now, Um, occasionally I've left the mop bucket in the middle of the floor and um, if it wasn't for that defensive footwork I would have tripped over the mop bucket and fell backwards so that's that's also significant as well to make sure to use that defensive footwork now uh, getting back to the mopping um, you want to have a big wingspan back and forth uh, so that you can be productive as you do your mopping Um, also too you not only um, have that big wingspan from the arms, but also from the legs. Uh, I realized that when I mop, I shift from one foot to another back and forth. And that shifting causes me to have a bigger wingspan. Um, In martial arts, that's also used when you punch or if you do a strike of some kind. When you uh, shift your body weight, you actually can make yourself um, reach further when you punch or kick, therefore uh, increasing your range of motion so that you can hit something that's a little bit further away from you or increasing your power when you do hit somebody because you're gonna hit and go right through them, okay? Um, Also too, um, the twisting that happens. Your trunk twists back and forth as you do um, the mopping, okay? So you swing your arms from back and forth, um, making sure that you have full coverage of the area, okay? Then you can do, um, like for example, I can do uh, the studio, I can do the training floor area, the light floor in three, three passes, and I can do the, uh, the other side in two passes because of my a long wingspan. Okay, And that makes it very um, productive because I get it done quicker. Now, mopping seems like something that's really easy to do when you say just move it back and forth. And um, sometimes I take it for granted because of my history in doing um, this kind of work. You know, I was a good janitor back in the day. <laughs> but the thing about it is it i have anybody else mopping. I had people, when I taught in Michigan, I had people mop and they they had a really struggled with it. They, they couldn't do it as fast and as complete as I could. Um, and then also, too, here in uh, Florida, uh, anytime I've had anybody else mop, they either soak it down or they, they don't move it very well. I've had my kids mop before because I was doing other things. And they, they really had a hard time moving the mop back and forth. It's not as easy as people think it is because you have to kind of keep the mop sometimes uh, kind of like the, the old uh, the old rag my mom used to use a rag on top of the counters and pick up all the debris with her hand and with the, with the rag and then take that and go into the sink to get all that debris off or in the garbage to get that debris off so that you uh, don't throw it all over the floor and then you gotta sweep it all and the same thing you do with when you mop you wanna pick up anything that's there whether it be dust or those foam particles from the dodgeballs in our studio, uh, you want to pick up everything um, as you're doing it so that you have a complete and clean floor. Now, um, the second part of this topic today is cleaning up your life. Okay, so when you take the mop, you're cleaning up the floor, but you can also use it as a metaphor for cleaning up your life, okay? For one thing... um, I know personally, I feel better when my area is clean. So, like um, mopping is one of those humble things um, that you can do, um, and it's just um, you feel more pride um, that um, and confident in your business or home when your when your floor is clean in your house. And, and maybe that's something that's just for me. I'm not sure if that's for all people, uh, but you feel better when your area is clean, and a sense of pride and confidence in your house or business when you know that things are clean and tidy. Now um, especially these days because of uh, illness and germs that are spreading around, it's very important to have it clean and sanitary areas. Okay, The, the concept of uh, not spreading illness or spreading disease is very important and it's also um, very courteous to others to do that. Um, also, too, this is also a metaphor for life coaching type of uh, message as well. And um, it's real easy to start fresh each day and try to clean up little aspects of your life, you know. Sometimes you get to a point in your life where you're not sure exactly where where this journey has been taking you. And then you, um, you backpedal a little bit, and, you know, you can't backpedal... A time machine, but you can start to clean up your life by getting rid of things that that um, that'll help you to focus. You know, like um, when you clean the floor, you pick up all those little foam particles that we talk about. In your life, you can also go through and pick up all those uh, foam particles, uh, things that um, that'll help you to be more successful in the future or to be happier in the future um, because you are cleaning up those little tidbits, um, of your life. And I'll, I'll leave most of those things for you guys. I know it, it applies in my life. Um, because sometimes, um, uh, you know, just to give you a kind of example, um, you know, sometimes when I, um, uh, I get frustrated, I get frustrated with my business or, um, frustrated with life in general. Sometimes like, you know, I'm, uh, I take it on on the kids, you know, like hey, you know, do this, do that, you know, um, you know, clean this up, do this, do work, you know, kind of thing. Because sometimes uh, I get frustrated that things aren't what I picture them or want them to be at this stage in my life. And um, then you have to make amends for that, you know, like uh, um, make sure that you spend a little extra time, make sure that you ex. Uh, and I'm, I'm this kind of dad too, by the way. Um, um, I always, if I ever. Lose my temper. Um, I always uh, go back to them and then explain to them um, why I felt the way I did. And uh, it's kind of funny because uh, you know, uh, you know, they do these pro- prophetic things where you, uh, um, you know, it's, I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure where I saw it. It was some kind of astrology thing or or something. It said that you'll be a, a, a. It told me a long time ago that I I might be a misunderstood dad sometimes because. Uh, I am firm, but also too. I always always go back and and explain myself. and um, that's something that's uh, that's a nice mixture that I got between my dad and my mom. My dad didn't always do that. My mom does. So because I have that mixture, I always go back and make amends somehow. Um, and then cleaning up your life means that you try to avoid that in the future, you know? so hopefully that uh, that speaks to you. Uh, that you can do the same. You can always start fresh each day and try to um, clean up things, but then move forward uh, as well. So um, as far as the practical application of this, um, one of the things that that, that uh, mopping the floor um, intends to help practice is your um, first, the side bends, like when you reach... Um, to the side and stretch out the side of your body from your, uh, your basically your armpit to your hip um, when you lean over. Um, sometimes I do that with, uh, with combined with an arm stretch. That side bend stretch is very important in martial arts because you need to be able to bend and twist in martial arts. Also too, one of my favorite stretches, um, especially after mopping, is, um, is to lay on my back and then put my knees one direction and look the opposite direction with my arms laying on the floor. Uh, that is an awesome stretch, and it helps to realign my back really good, and it helps you to bend and twist like we like we talk about. So doing those two, those two stretches first before you mop, and maybe even after you mop is, is great. Then as far as building strength goes, the twisting crunch, okay, so when you have your feet flat on the floor, knees bent, and you have your hands behind your head, um, you bring your knee up towards um, your opposite knee, okay, or past your opposite knee and that twisting type of crunch can be done in many different ways okay i'm not going to describe to you all the different ways that can be done but a twisting crunch nonetheless is great and i would recommend uh, my students and any students listening to this to try and do at least uh, you know 15 of those 15 to 20 on each side uh, to get that twisting motion uh, strengthened then as we talked about earlier the defensive footwork okay Um, that we talked about is good to practice okay and and believe it or not our first defense drill in our martial art teaches that defensive footwork or the offensive footwork and the defensive footwork is when you move backwards moving the back foot first then the front and use your back foot as a feeler so that um, you can make sure that you don't uh, hit anything okay as you keep your eyes on what you're doing Um, the next one is the round hip drive okay in all of our techniques that involve an angular motion, okay, like the round punch, the vertical round punch, the round palm strike, all of those techniques involve a round hip drive. So your hip drive is not just going forward, it's going forward and around. Your trunk is making a is coming around, okay? So I recommend during this uh, particular martial arts skill is to afterwards... Um, practice, the round punch or the vertical round punch, depending on your rank, you could try both, um, and you could do about 10 to 15 on each arm as practice, your martial art practice after you've done your mopping, okay? Also, too, another another technique that comes around, uses your body around, is the swing kick or round kick type of exercise. Um, Your body makes a rotation. Uh, you have to use the pivot first in okay? case so you have to pivot your foot. Um, even when we taught this to fitness kickboxers, they weren't martial artists. We'd still have to teach them how to pivot, how to bring their body around. For one, it's great in fitness. The more that you can engage your body, the better the fitness, the, the combination work that you're doing is uh, more beneficial for you. But also, two, it's also a safety feature as well because if you don't pivot, bring your body around like it's supposed to you can hurt your knee or hurt your hip um, as you do it so um, I recommend um, practice in this kind of move, movement doing the swing kick around kick about uh, 10 or more times on each leg with the back leg uh, front legs okay but today I want you to focus on the back leg because of the uh, the more of the twisting motion to use on that to bring your knee through the target and to flip the leg, the knee to hit to cause impact so um, that's basically it for today a uh, couple things real quick, remember that in our Karate Kid Master Dojo um, we we follow the concept by Daniel LaRusso in Cobra Kai, which he said in order to fully learn Miyagi-Do Karate you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training okay and I like to take it one step further you know um, one of the concepts of our podcast is learning martial arts through everyday work tasks thus creating life increased productivity and a better world okay Um, also in further episodes I have something to add to that as well but I'll wait till we get closer to the holidays um But um, before we go today, um, I know that we are the Karate Kid Master Dojo, okay? We mostly talk about um, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai series, and mostly we've been talking about Mr. Miyagi and Daniel LaRusso, okay? But I let it slip last week that we're going to start covering uh, some of the teachings of Johnny Lawrence as well, okay? Now, um, this isn't a kind of podcast where we're going to elaborate too much on um like a like a movie podcast um we're more into the martial arts realm but we are going to cover next week we're going to cover one of johnny lawrence's teaching uh methods okay because in my mind and in a lot of people's mind um not only is daniel larusso the karate kid but also johnny lawrence is also the karate kid remember he had won The tournament, I think the the year before and the year before that, so he had won it two years before Daniel did, Um, and also too, a lot of people think that uh, that he that Daniel sometimes did a illegal kick, doing the face kick, so that Johnny Lawrence is really the winner. So it goes back and forth, and if you want my prediction, because Cobra Kai season three is coming out soon, my prediction is is that they're both going to work together, but we'll see when it comes out. Anyways. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today and uh, enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you later. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care. Bye-bye.